everyone and welcome to the new episode of All Things Suck. As the title suggests, I do believe that is true. I have one exception though, and that is for my fantastic guest I have with me today. All the way from New Zealand, singer-songwriter Abby Holden. Whoa, the crowd goes wild, yay! If I've got the budget, I'll add a cheering emoticon or something. I don't know. Oh, please, thank you. Anyway. A Wembley crowd. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm signing in from New Zealand. It's the morning currently, and it's night time for John Joe over there. This, this is like I'm talking to the future. It's Wednesday here, but it's Thursday over there. All right. <laughs> Although this will mean nothing because everyone's going to be listening to this after it's been recorded. So everyone's going to be like, what the hell are you on about? Um, time zones, yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. I think it'd be good. Well, thank to, you for agreeing. Just to talk about nonsense and things that annoy us or annoy me or... You know, this is this is the thing the last year has been, I think, a good time for people to just have a moan. And it's the idea that maybe now, instead of just moaning for the sake of it, let's moan for the sake of it, but have a laugh as well. <laughs> well, I think it's important to combine those two things. And, you know, um, things that are annoying actually are quite funny, especially if uh, enough time has passed. I walked in, I went into the... Uh, the bathroom earlier and I thought, do you know what really annoys me, right? I've got, um, because there's no, my video's on, but this is uh, audio recording. I've got a pair <laughs> of straighteners, right? And on that pair of straighteners is a tag and it has a picture of a bath with water in it with a, with a red circle and line through it. Go, don't, don't put these straighteners in the bath, whatever you do. I'm thinking, who? the hell is that tag for who's this for on the back it says things like can you imagine when they were making them straighteners someone must have done that must have right right what can we and what can't we do with these straighteners oh can we use them for when you know for when we're on holiday yes you can can you use them in a bath um oh let's find out <laughs> no we cannot use them in a bath let's let's make sure we've got some kind of warning on that we don't want people to get the wrong idea about this product but it's weird i mean is that natural? Surely it just act as natural selection, wouldn't it? If someone went in that with the shower, in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it has yeah. Yeah. Um, can you imagine going up to the gates? You know, um, Saint Peter's going. Uh, so, what have you come here for? Um, why have you been brought to us? Well, I was in a rush <laughs> and I was having a bath, and I thought, Joe, I need to do my hair at the same time. I'm going to straighten my hair. And um, I got the extension lead out, and uh, well. It's five minutes later, I was here. <laughs> How? Yeah. Uh, it's like there with the toaster as well. So don't put that in the bath. It's like, okay. But then do you find that on a lot of things now, there are some very weird labels, some very weird warnings that do come up. Yes. Like, you know, shampoo. Like the shampoo one where it says, um, do not rub into your eyes. <laughs> Yes, because, you know, when I decide I'm going to wash my hair, I'm going to give my eyeballs a good cleanse as well. That's, well, a, that's a great idea. <laughs> I, d- I don't know who these instructions are for. I don't understand. But I feel like people need more and more instruction because, I don't know, they're into suing people these days for their own stupidity. <laughs> and I don't, know, I don't know. That just annoys me. I just I can't believe those tags are on there. But... Mm. That's to start. I believe it was um, on the show I was doing last week. Um, 
we we were talking about like packaging that has some very weird warnings and even like on a pack of peanuts where at one point some brand was actually putting on it may contain nuts. Well, yes. What? That's why I bought them. Oh, wow. I wasn't thinking I was going to get peanuts open up and it's just a snake inside or something <laughs> like that. Well, yeah. that that would be quite a surprise, John Joe, if you opened. This is a weird world we live in, and yeah, as you say, there is a, a um, yeah, let's say a suing culture. I think is the best way of putting it. People are very quick to act on things that they believe are wrong. Um, yeah. But anyway, so apart from your straighteners where you've now learned that you can't obviously straighten your hair while you're having your bath um what else do you really feel is annoying in the world what do you believe basically sucks well i don't know have you ever come across a health and safety officer or a health and safety situation where i i used to work with quite a few people like that yes Like four people standing around a ladder because legally they have to, you know, and you know that one person up the ladder, four people around it. So there's five employees for one ladder. Mm. I, funnily enough, in the past, I crossed paths with a health and safety officer and uh, she had really hurt herself. Her, her back was completely munted and I go, what what happened? And she goes, well, I was, um, I'm a health and safety officer, so I teach people how to lift things properly. And I was taking a class teaching people how to lift something properly and I put my back out. <laughs> I was, a, was the best. Basically, she failed her own class. I couldn't then. believe it. I was, oh, this is great. But she maintained her seriousness, how she was very serious about her job. And she couldn't see how that was funny. Don't understand. But um, yeah, I'm guessing irony just doesn't um, doesn't click with some people. I mean, it just proves that they're not really. I think they've taken it too far. I think health and safety has gone too far. Too far. It's basically health and safety is a is a um, human version of a tag on a toaster or a or a hairdryer. <laughs> Oh, that's another thing as well. Yeah, you can't take your toaster to the bath either. See, there's a lot of things you cannot have while in you're in the, the bath. bath. Just um, Don't do that. Yeah. Can you imagine if you buy a bath and there's a whole book? Yes. Do not have the following items near the water. Um, <laughs> well, you can make a fortune doing books like that. Yeah. You would. You could. Just label it health yeah. and safety manual. Uh, so, saying about this thing with um, a health and safety officer, yeah. when... Uh, a few years ago, there was a class that I had to be part of at my <laughs> workplace. And the guy literally was talking about the importance of um, basically like lifting with your knees, not with your back. Uh, when you're holding something, obviously don't carry too much. Make sure your back is straight. Make sure that uh, there are no obstacles in your way. Right. Um, the, the choice was we could either have a quick online learning or we'd have to have this talk. If we had the talk, that meant that we were signed off for a year and we didn't have to do that class, obviously, for that amount of time. Okay. The talk, though, for telling us how to lift the box, no lie, went on for 55 minutes. Oh, wow. And I could actually feel the atmosphere 
just drained by the second <laughs> while we were sitting in that room. Losing the will. Uh, literally, literally, it's just, and it's like doing scenarios as well, going, um, so if I see a box on the floor, am I going to kick the box over <laughs> so I can get a better handle of it? No, of course I'm not going to do that. Um, oh so like, yeah, who who would? Yes, if the box has a handle and the handle is ripped, am I going to use the handle? No, because it's ripped. That's a, I mean, it kind of gives it away. I mean. Should you replace the handle by yourself or get a new box? Or get what? the four people who were standing around the ladder earlier to come and help you with that yeah. handle. That's an option. It, it's, it's crazy. It but as as we say, people do come up with some crazy ideas to live their life. And uh, if, they, if they're happy because of it, then... So be it, I guess. I guess so, but I mean, don't drag me to a health and safety class. You can go. <laughs> I really would never want to go to another one of them again. And uh, the thing is, is sometimes, um, even when I've gone to do volunteer things before, I've actually had a leaflet come up going, um, health, safety, and you. That was one of my favourite ones, health, safety, and you. And the first page is, 99% of all accidents in your workplace can be avoided by your intervention. I thought, oh shit, I've got a lot of pressure on me now to, to actually stand up and I've got, to, I've got to do my best because it's all down to me. And as you're reading through it, it goes, uh, what, what would you do if you see water by an electrical plug? And there was four multiple choices. Go on. Now, the first one was put another plug in there because it'll be fine second one try and dry up the water while the electricity is on <laughs> uh, turn off all electric to that plug and seek immediate repair or d leave it because someone else will do it oh d it's d isn't it was it d <laughs> yeah if only i always find uh, and it's it's a testament i think to the people who do come up with these things it's always the long answer is the correct answer. It's never the short one where they say, just leave it. It's always the one that goes into so much detail. And then you go, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's right. Joe, I'm not even going to actually read it because I know it's the right one because it's the longest one you've written out. You've actually put thought and effort into this. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I, I don't know why. Why Do you still have that pamphlet? Do you keep it and file it? No, no. Do you know what? Um, that was... Oh, that that was volunteering that um oh, I can't remember now. I think it was some show that I was helping out with um with the music for, oh, wow. and it was I think it was because the place was a little bit quite well respected. They wanted to make sure that because I was bringing electronic items into the place, I was bringing in sound equipment. Yeah, they wanted to make sure that I was actually wary of you know, the pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just in case we suddenly have a flash flood in the middle of July in 35 degree weather, <laughs> I know what to do in case we are submerged in water. Yes, yes. I am all good. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know why. It, I don't know why it annoys me so much. I think it's, I think it's expecting people not to have common sense. That's what health and safety classes are. Yeah, you know, and, and someone's obviously got rich off this. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, a lot of people don't have common sense. Now that there's so much, uh, so many social media platforms now, I go online and think, oh, okay, May maybe we do need health and safety classes. 
because just the stupidity. I was like, are you serious? Sometimes I think it must be a joke, but um, a lot of the time it's not. You know what I mean? You know, oh, there's yeah. people online who think, oh, that's, they're just joking, and then you realize they're not. It's like, how have you made it to however old they are? I don't know how they've survived. You, you always find that there is, uh, at once a day, I always find something on the internet that does just go beyond any comprehension. A few days ago, there was actually someone who put a thing online saying, do you know what really helps my hair stick up? And I thought, okay, this is going to be fun. He said, um, I don't use hair gel. I don't do this. I don't do that. He said, basically, if I lay um, face first on my bed and I have the pillow against the headboard, I can lay my head against that and my hair will stick up. <laughs> and I thought, right, there's two questions that come from that. One, how fucking lazy are you that you're going to lay for eight hours in your bed at a weird angle yeah. just for your hair to basically keep a, basically mat it up to to make it look like it's a, some kind of hairstyle. And two, mm. why is it so difficult to get a bit of gel and a bit of a, co- bit of a comb? Uh, yeah, just a piece of a comb, yeah. A bit of gel and a comb and just go, yep, Joe, a few minutes, done. <laughs> and he, he put hashtag life hack. And I thought, that is not a life hack. That is pure laziness at the most extreme scale. It is. It's actually, is it a skill also? I don't know. Is it possible to stay asleep in one position for eight hours? you like I'd like no. to see the research that went into it though I'd like to see if he did actually film it goes yes day five I, I turned again so the hair is now matted on the right hand side instead of on the top <laughs> something like that you know <laughs> just a diary of this stuff could be could be uh, could be riveting <laughs> but, but you know um, and, and then in terms of yeah, people that come up with their their own rules. Someone who actually comes up with their own way of doing things. Um, you know, not to name drop any names, but if we look at a certain president guy who basically thought he could make up his own rules over the last year. Alternative facts, John Joe. The one thing that I think to take from last year was you don't believe what the internet tells you because you shouldn't do anyway because the internet basically is full of lies Mm. but then also you have a world leader who is also full of lies Mm. because how many people would ever say to you do you know how to fight this very bad disease how'd you do it well you take some bleach (laughs) you inject it into yourself and it'll clean you out (laughs) right (laughs) i'd like to know if he actually did do that and then second I'd like to see the after effects of that as well, because I can't imagine in no situation would that ever be good for you. Well, probably. Well, I would advise against that. Probably, probably not good to inject bleach into yourself. But then there was also the reports that so many people started doing it, and even hey. even the um, what was it? I think it was like the like the US. Um, doctors Association, something like that, actually had to issue a warning about two hours later saying, we advise people, do not inject bleach into Don't yourself. Oh, my goodness gracious me. I saw yeah. a clip but, earlier But our today. leader told us. Oh, I know. I, I saw a clip earlier today on someone's um, Instagram feed, and they'd taken a snippet of uh, Trump supporters being interviewed, and one of them said... Um, 
Donald Trump is a genius. That's what the J stands for. I was like, oh, no. Wow, amazing. Oh, please say that was a joke. Well, it looked for real. (laughs) Which, oh, I adore that. Oh, I love things like that when people don't realise what they've said. And I'm sure I do that too, but I'm pretty sure not to that extent. But I... (laughs) Oh, it was a great thing to see on Instagram. Just wow, that is that is next level there. Yes. Well, there's a guy who goes around and inter- I, I don't know his name. I forget it. He goes around and interviews people at uh, Trump rallies. Just ask them normal questions, and the replies he get are just out of this world. They're they're so hilarious because they're so insane. Have you seen it? I've seen. I think I've seen something similar because there was one I remember from about. About a year ago, obviously, before all the uh, COVID came into effect. And there was someone who was being interviewed at a Trump rally. And they said, why does Donald Trump inspire you as an American? And I thought, Joe, that's actually quite a general question. Yeah. And uh, because this guy's obviously gone to the rally. He's supporting Trump. He said, yeah, why does he inspire you as an American? His answer basically was, I don't like the other guys. And I went, right, okay. Um, and the guy said, well, well. Um, so if Donald Trump was to lose the next election, would you would you be willing to basically accept anyone else as president? And they said, no, because Donald Trump will be our only ever president. Oh, goodness me. That's, um... And I thought, um, I thought, yeah, do you know, uh, democracy might have to have a few words with you on that one. Oh, could you imagine if he was the only ever president? There was in the Watchmen comics, and um, I think they, yeah, they did have it in the film as well. They have an alternative version of America where Richard Nixon never, um, never obviously left the presidency. Oh, yeah. And he, he basically is president for five terms at this point. So oh. it's, it's something like that. I can imagine that, you know, if he wasn't forced out, he would probably just cling on there be like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay here. It basically be like a be like a um, Fidel Castro kind of situation. Sort of doing that now. What do you think is going to happen with that? Because he has, I don't know what the date is today. I haven't kept track of the date because yeah, you know, it's on the twentieth of January. He basically Joe. I love it if it's um, they get the voice of Big Brother to go. Donald Trump, you've been evicted. Please leave the White House. Donald Trump, <laughs> like just yeah. that keeps bellowing out until he finally walks out the door. Well, it'll get dragged out or something. Something entertaining has got to happen. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes, Mr. Trump, would you like to go peacefully or would you like to go kicking and screaming? Oh, kicking and screaming, please. Yes. That would be good. That'd give us yeah. something to that, watch, you know. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, here we go. Here is um, our number four of Donald Trump being pulled through the White House. As you can see, them lines have not been drawn on. They are from his fingernails as they are trying to grip into the floor. <laughs> but he's being pulled away by the Secret Service. And he's nearly at the gate. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch the removal of Donald Trump. That would be entertaining. Yeah. And plus, yeah. well, you're currently in a... Um, what number lockdown is this for the UK? This is... Um, this is... this Joe, this actually feels like one of them things where you go, uh, yeah, I, I've forgotten what day it is. I've forgotten everything like that. Yeah. This is... Effect- well, it's effectively lockdown free now. Right. Which um, I... I don't even really think you can really call it lockdown free because we've had the we've had the tier system as well, which has been which has been an absolute joke where some parts of the country are deemed 
okay, they can continue. Mm-hmm. Some were deemed, all right, be a bit cautious, but you know, you can still go and do things. And then other parts were like, nope, uh, restaurants are shut. You can't go out, you can't go and socialize. Mm. And then, um, yeah, and then at New Year's Eve, I don't know if obviously you saw it on your side of the world, but there was the um, illegal raves that were happening because, you know, we were put into the the tier four measure was the interesting one because that was basically where they said, right, it's not a full lockdown, but this is as close as we want to put it to a lockdown. Don't go out and socialise. Don't go and party. Uh, all the pubs are shut, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and there was a couple of cases where there were some illegal underground raves that were happening, including one in an abandoned church, which apparently had about 500 people all crammed in the place. Yeah, It's a bit in- yeah, it's ridiculous what people are doing. But I think perhaps um, it also stems from what an absolute div that Boris is. He'd handled this properly in the first place. I think people wouldn't feel so uh, trapped in needing to get out, you know. I, I can only think that Donald um, Boris Johnson must have been thinking, oh, yes, um, we've, uh, we, we've, we've got to do something about this COVID business. Uh, we've, um, we, we're seeing that, uh, that China is obviously a bit affected and Italy is now coming up. Uh, what should we do? And I reckon... Basically, on the because it was about the eighth of March that the the health experts apparently said, right, shut the country down. Mm-hmm. And I always think that Boris Johnson must have a bit of a delay because it was like, like okay, and it uh, yeah okay, we we should do something. And then it was the twenty third of March. He then said, yes, we're going to national lockdown. The only thing I can think for them fifteen days or so in his mind, it must have just been going. That's it. It must have been just white noise in his head. Flatlining a little bit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, that's the only thing I can think was going on in his mind because everyone else is going, right, should we shut down the country? Oh, well, I, I don't believe we need to do that. Um, <laughs> I and, and then what made me really, really shocked was that the WHO, they put a thing out saying, you know, limit social interaction. Uh, don't shake hands with people. Like, don't do all this here. And then the next day, he was in the hospital shaking hands with people that were suffering from coronavirus. Exactly. And someone, I think someone in the press said to him, are you not scared? And he went, oh, no, no, no. This is, this is my British privilege. I am obviously saying hello to people. I want to, I want to basically show people that I support them. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. The, the, the leading health organisation that protects the planet... And basically, you're going. Oh no, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I know better than them. Um, yes. Yes. He does think he's a little king. That's for sure. He does. But um, I'm not saying he's all bad, but he's been a bit of a, bit of a nonce. And um, yes. And uh, he just—he yeah. looks like. Oh, I suppose he's always looked like that. He always looks like he's just dragged himself <laughs> out of bed with every press conference, and he's surprised to be there. And. Uh, uh, yeah, because um, if you can see in some of the feeds when he does these conferences, there is sometimes they, they go, oh, let's go to so-and-so from Sky News. And uh, they basically put the camera over to them while they're asking the question. Some of the feeds will still keep it on Boris Johnson. And if you watch his reaction sometimes to some of the questions, it's kind of like he goes, what what are you talking about? <laughs> what the... What the what the what the jolly heck am I now going to come up with? Oh, um, you can just see the cogs are really turning, and the, the the and even funny if you do get a chance to see it when you actually have the guy doing the um basically doing the uh like 
well, what, what you call it? Like, like they're, they're doing um, sign language. Oh, too, like you've yeah. got the guys doing the sign language in the background. Even though you look like they're pissed off with him. It's just, just like they're, they're editing as they go. They're like, I'm not going to sign that. <laughs> yes. Um, basically, he could be saying, well, we are looking into a solution. We're trying to do what we can for the country. And basically, I think the guy who's doing the sign language just going, he's talking shit. I'll let you know when something interesting comes up. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's basically that's basically my understanding of when someone's doing the sign language for him. Oh. And uh, yeah. God, what have you been oh. doing with your with your time being locked in a in a house cell? Apart from this old thing, suck. Um, um, what on earth? Do you know what that 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 does kind of come into my my peeve? I think I I was thinking of bringing up for for this episode, mm. and my main peeve is it's quite a surprising one, and it is. Car parking. Okay. Yes, I, I can already feel people going, what the... F- what's he on about? Um, now, for the majority of time, I have been working through this pandemic and that has involved a tiny bit of travelling. Not not obviously going... Um, not doing a, a, a... Are you familiar with Dominic Cummins? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, he went for a 200-mile round trip with covid and he also tested his eyesight while his family were in the car with him. <laughs> yeah. um, but, and you know, he he obviously he obviously was seen that was fine, that was okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, so people basically, and their their understanding of not just on the road but parking as well, I think is a it's a very interesting idea. Now, a lockdown means you know nothing is supposed to be open. People are not supposed to be going out if they can help it. Uh-huh. Now. If I am going to travel to work and I am going to park in a car park, I expect it to be relatively empty. I expect to not have to worry about parking up because people shouldn't be going out. People should be staying at home trying to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, on the first day I had to go traveling um, a little bit further, the car park I went to, now to say it was full would be an understatement. And to see the the mentality of people who were trying to do their social distancing by taking up two or three spaces at a time it just it just really boggled me i, I just couldn't get how people just thought right yes i'm going to protect my car from covid <laughs> now because i'm going to take up all this space it's like no 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 the way to protect yourself is to not even go there just just stay home you don't need to go out you fools and you see people sitting in the car park as well having their coffee and there's a mate next to them and they're chatting to each other it's like no go home and get on the phone don't go out and talk to each other through your windows of your cars this is stupid and it may be packed across two or three car parks And do you know what? This was the thing. You had two people chatting to each other, but they left a space in between them. So obviously they were chatting amongst the other. And no lie, I parked a few back away from them and someone parked in the middle of them. And like, as the guy's getting out, I'm assuming he's probably going to work or something. Mm -hmm. Like the woman's like, this woman's got out of her car and goes, Oh mate, can you move your car? I'm trying to talk to my friend. It's like, (laughs) Oh my God. And and I I thought, Joe, Joe, I was about to just go, but I thought I've got to hang on there. I've got to see, I've got to see what's going to happen now. What's going to be, what's going to be this guy's response. And he just said, where they shoot each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, So basically he turned around and he said, he said, look, love, I'm going to tell you now, 
I'm working because I have to. If you're here chatting to your friend, you can fuck right off. Yeah. And if you don't go, I will literally get back in my car and I'll round the shit out of both of you. Oh my God. And and I tell you what, that, that woman literally got in her car. Yeah. The other one turned her engine on and they both were just gone. Oh my gosh. They were both gone because then someone else started chatting over to them as well. Go, going, yeah, fuck off home and all this stuff. And uh, it was it was amazing. I'm, I'm so glad I stayed for this. And then even as they're going up, one of them then parks up about 10 or 12 spaces up. Mm. And the other one then parks next to them. And then like these two guys go back over to him as well and go, no, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it was brilliant. Oh, this, was, this was one of the things like, you know, and it's a serious thing because they are doing their bit. They're saying, look, you don't have to be out, so please don't be out. But in my eyes, all I could see was, Joe, you know what? I needed a good laugh. Yeah. That has done it for That's me. That's it. You just got to find the funny in, in all of this because yeah. it's just infuriating. I mean, I came to uh, New Zealand to visit family in February 2020. And, uh, and then lockdown happened and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, for everyone out there, I used to live in London. In my head, I still do. <clears throat> but uh, I was just about to say, yeah, used to, I think, is unfortunately the best term at the moment. Um, <laughs> I, I was even looking, I was thinking, mm, can I apply to come to New Zealand? Because yeah. uh, being honest, I, I really I really feel like I need to change the scenery. And, uh, you know, mm. I, 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 don't, I don't trust anything that's happening now. Yes, exactly. But I mean, oh, it must be rough because in the UK and other countries because we did we did a full lockdown for a while and that was a, yeah. that was a, a challenge but the UK has done so much longer i don't know how you guys have have um, hoped i guess it's good to laugh about everything because you're right that's how you get through it it was the idea when i saw um, a couple of videos from new zealand i saw people kind of getting back to normal yeah people going out to work and even joe what was even the most insulting when you actually saw people in a like in a barber's getting their hair cut yeah i thought right hang on this is progress (laughs) when are we gonna get that oh three months later and even then you know you've got to be so careful don't don't go into a place without your face mask make sure they're wearing a face mask and a shield make sure they've got gloves on make sure they've got an apron on it's like that's it yeah Yes, because this feels normal, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Um, but anyway, just uh, another thing on the car parking, because, you know, it's such a riveting conversation already. <laughs> Did you ram someone with your car? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I, I was I was close to. When I've been, obviously, working through all this, you think, you know, there's enough stresses, there's enough pain as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with car parking, in most situations now, You'd expect with the times changing, if you're going to go to a car park, unfortunately, you still have to pay for its usage. Uh-huh. When you pay, you'd like to think that most places now can accept a card. Uh, even better, use contactless. So you haven't even got to touch the pad or anything. You can just literally yes. do contactless. Go, right, that's it. Ticket done. Yep. Gone. No. In some places, we are still having to do it by money. But it's not even, you know, you can put a fiver in and get change out. Oh, no, you've got to have the exact change. Otherwise, you're not going anywhere. Your car's going to stay here. It's like, what? yeah, do you know what? In a time now when basically card, um, anything digital transactions should be taking over 
everything now. And, you know, I can't go out unless I've got £2.35p to get out of this shitting car park. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Joel, sod it. You can have me car. I'll leave it and I'll pick it up tomorrow when I've got the right change. Yes, I'm, I'll go and bring in my penny pot and I'll do it one at a time. Yes. Uh, yes, that, that'll make me popular. Um, you could do a YouTube video on that. Just pay with pennies. Even more insulting, when we had our restrictions slightly lifted, yeah. me and my girlfriend, we did have a few like sort of like days out. We went like for like country walks because uh-huh. it was nice to get outside just to get a bit of air, you know, just to see a different sight. Yes. And I remember one place we went to and the machine, um, it had a pay online bit, but the signal was a bit weak on the phone. So I was like, right, okay, um, we've got a bit of change. Let's try and put it in the machine. Yeah. It said, um, I think it was like yeah, two pound for two hours, and we're like, okay, fair enough. Putting the pound coins in, nothing. They they drop straight back out. Thought right, okay. Um, oh no, I've got a couple of other pound coins. Let's try them. No, nothing. Um, <clears throat> so as I'm reading the sign, thinking, oh, you know, someone said that there's anything wrong with this, and in the tiniest writing, it said, "We apologise. Only old one pound coins can be used in this machine." Now, the old pound coins have been out of circulation for three years at this point. So to have that, you know, because, you know, yes, yes, Joe, I was keeping old pound coins in case the apocalypse brought us backwards. I didn't think that was going to be a case. I didn't think that, you know, going for a country walk was going to cost me in old money, you know. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) Which which is annoying. And I went back to the car and uh, and my partner, she said to me, is everything all right? I said, um... I said, that machine, we can't we can't actually pay to stay here. What do you mean? I said, well, you see these pound coins? Yeah, they don't work. I said, if we had the old round pound coins, we'd be sorted. And she said, that's that's bloody stupid. I said, yeah, it is. So, um... What did you do? And then, obviously, because we had to still park up, because um, she didn't like the idea of, I said, oh, should we just go home? She was like, no, we're here. So I went, all right, okay, so let's try and get some signal. And... When you're when you're in the middle of nowhere and you're you you look like an idiot. You're trying to hold your phone up, trying to get that little bar of signal so you can get onto this website. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. No, no, not over there. Not over there. Yeah. And I actually said, right, hang on, let me um let me go over to that side of the car. And I literally stepped up. Um, I had me I had me foot just in the door. I was trying to raise myself up. I was like, yep, yep, there we go. I've got signal. I've got signal. I've got signal. I can't type now because I've reached the phone so high I can't now actually get to the keyboard. Well, why didn't you just stand on your car? You just got on the bonnet. Oh, God, I, I don't think I'd want to put my car through that. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't trust that, that that roof would actually hold. Um, oh, no. Uh, but I, I, I literally was like, right, let's edge the phone down slowly. And uh, right, let's enter details, enter details. Um, enter your card number. Right, okay, right, so while the phone's up here, I've got to try and reach now to the wallet, got to try and get the card. Uh, Yep, okay, so that is that, done, done, yep. Now, enter your expiry date of your card. Oh, God, okay, so that, that's fine. Uh, Enter your valid from date. Just everything. Right, okay. It's like, yeah, Um, enter the three digits on your card, yep. So, done that. And then, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but on some uh, credit cards, it comes up then, please use your six-digit passcode to authorise this transaction. Oh. Oh. I haven't used a passcode for four years. Why are you asking me now? Oh, my. Um, so, did you guys go home? No, no. Do you know what? 
Um, I gave it three attempts and I just, I think I just ended up typing in six ones. Uh, no, I didn't do that. Um, I entered some random number and it worked. I don't know if the phone just gave up or if it just was the correct one. But it was like, yep, yeah, there we go. Payments processed. I was like, oh, thank God for that. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot. You guys, you were going for a walk and you had to go through that. Yeah, so it was like, that was like 20 minutes before we actually even started the walk. Amazing day out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And do, and do you know what? At the end of it, um, my... Because um, I've got I've got to be honest, my girlfriend is she's not she's not ever shy with her words. Uh-huh. She basically just said, uh, "Joe, what's all right? It wasn't that great around here." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, thanks." Um, like, uh... thank you. Good. Don't go back there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that was it. She just said, "Yeah, yeah, we're not going to come back to this one." I went, "No, no, I don't blame you." Um, I said, "Unless you unless you want to bring some old change, then yeah, we'll we'll do it then." Um, but yeah, it- so yeah, car parks have definitely been a, a major source of my, my pain over the last year. Annoyance. Um, if not for the idiots that are going into them, it's for the idiots that operate them. Well, yeah, I think um, everyone's probably lost the will to live, including the people that are in charge of updating the payment machines. When we obviously reached the height of this, payment machines were the best ones because they said, right, um, contactless limit is up to £30. Yes, we're going to raise that to £45 to basically encourage more people to do contactless. Uh, so you ain't got to do your chip and pin. You ain't obviously got to touch the pad. Yeah. Great. That sounds good. Now, what's the downside to that? You lose your card. That means more money could be taken off you. Um, True. Yeah. So, you know, you can't win either way. That's the... That was the way I was looking at it. Whatever you do, there's always going to be a good side, but then there'll be a bad side to it. But it's fine now because as long as you've got old pound coins, you don't need a card. Yeah, you know, we can survive. And then, uh, you know, if you take money to a shop, literally you hand them you hand them a bit of like a, a five pound or a ten pound note. I'll tell you what, they, they, they withdraw so quickly. It's it's like it's like you're handing over something um, disease something uh well not yeah I guess that's about I, I was gonna say something else but yeah I guess disease will work <laughs> basically it's like it's like you're handing them something that's that's like radioactive they're like oh no keep that away from me it's it's it's, it's a it's a five pound note it's true it's not a uranium rod okay it's not going to harm you <laughs> you read a lot of comic books don't you oh yes I do <laughs> well gave that away <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Well, I guess that well, I guess there's the same amount of people on the roads in the UK going by what you're describing happening in the car parks, but it's the, especially that there's a lot of people on the roads in New Zealand because um, we have our freedom back, so to speak. <laughs> I was waiting Surely. for you to say that. Yes, freedom. Freedom. So, but with that, people become quite impatient. It's weird how people snap straight back into that, and so. You could be driving on the highway and if there's a traffic jam, you know, there's always one person that suddenly wedges themselves in front of you. You didn't see them coming. They're just like, it's like, okay. They're just, they really want to be there. But then they're there for the next three hours. So why did you try so hard to get one car ahead? I don't understand what has just happened. You know what I mean? I think for some people it's a it's a bit of pride, you know. It's that idea, yeah. I'm going to get us home one second and a half earlier yeah. if it kills me. Um, no, don't do that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Although I have found sometimes while this has been going on, there's been some days when traffic, when things started getting back, when people started working around uh, 
working around COVID when they were apparently becoming COVID safe. There was all this stuff about, yes, Joe, you know, if you, we were telling you to work from home, but no, fuck that. Don't work from home anymore. Go to work. And the, <laughs> the first work. day, Go to work. the yeah, the first day that things started feeling like they were easing, yeah. it, I my travel time went from being about 30 minutes to about an hour and 30 minutes. Oh. It actually got to a point, I thought, do you know what? I could probably walk out of my car. I could actually just just walk it home from this point and I'd be there quicker. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Maybe you should try. Oh, you should get a, um, have you, what are those electric bikes called? They're, I think they're made in America and they have really fat tyres. And the Super 73, I think it's called. Have you seen them? I've seen, yeah, I'm sure I've seen something like that. They're street legal, but they go really fast. You could just mm. get one of them and be working 20 minutes. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. The only thing is, is at the moment we are experiencing like, you know, near near minus degree weather. Oh. So <laughs> I, would, I would literally, I would cool. literally come in looking like a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wear all the clothes that you own. And, yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, you know that that'd be even better because I'll, I'll just say like a giant snowman then when I arrive. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Can you imagine? Um, yeah, um, yeah. Do you know what? I chopped in my car and I've I've got this I've got this bike and do you know what? It's it's um it is it is street worthy, but I can also go on the pavements and it can go up to f- like fifteen miles an hour. You know, I can I can I can. You know, down if you get in my way, it's not my fault, you know. Exactly. You've got plenty of warning. <laughs> I'd like to see if I can get away with that. Throwing <laughs> uranium rods in front of yourself as you go. Get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they'll go, yeah, yeah. What's that? What's that guy throwing? I don't know, but his hair looks like it's falling at an alarming rate <laughs> as he's throwing them. Um, yes, but it's straight because he has been sleeping on his headboard just to make sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes. Can you make your way home? Yes, I can. Yeah, I can see the I can see the trail that's been left from my hair. I can I can make my way back that way. That's... I feel like after this lockdown, or after the lockdowns are finished forever, you'll come out of it being slightly more um, weird. I don't think that's possible. I was already weird enough. I didn't think I need to have that amped up any further. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Things going to happen to everyone. Everyone's going to be slightly I... more mad. I, I think some people have obviously had it really affect them. And I think, you know, being locked up and some people have really stuck by it. Some people have really been like for the last 10 months have gone, right, OK, I'm not going to go out unless I have to. I'm going to keep myself contained. Uh-huh. I'm keeping away from family members. I'm yeah. keeping myself clear from friends. Yeah. I'm literally going to confine myself to these four walls. So the people that have done that. I give them my utmost respect because oh, yeah. a lot of people have really pushed themselves to keep that mentality mm-hmm. and keep themselves going. But then you get the odd few that unfortunately have ruined it. And that's why, I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but mm. that's why we're still in this 10 months later because there are people that think they're above it all. And the conspiracy theorists that think, you know, cause they saw a video on Facebook that, oh, you know, that's got to be true. You know, this whole thing about fake needles and they've got little microchips in the vaccines that are going to track us. Right. Mate, you're on your phone all the time. They don't need a chip to track you. They're going to follow you on your iPhone. They know where you are, yes. Exactly. And you know what? If you're worried about what they're going to find when you've got a microchip in you, imagine when they see your internet history. <laughs> no. Honestly, I don't get why some yeah. people... Think you know? Oh yes, they're gonna they're gonna put um, they're gonna put microchips in us. They're gonna be able to see everything we're doing. 
uh, mate, they've had that for about the last 20 years. It's in your mobile phone. It's in all the security cameras that are around you. It's in everything you say and You're do. being followed. So why would they need to even invest in anything like something that will go inside you when they already have everything on you? Would you ever get a microchip if they said, hey, we're going to put this in your head or in your arm and you can... Do you know what? I'd like something... Um, have you ever seen Black Mirror? I haven't actually, no. No. All right. There, I'll try not to spoil it in case, you know, you get bored and you think, oh, yeah, let's watch the show. Right. There's an episode of Black Mirror where there is a device that um, people have, and it's called the grain. Basically, it's something that goes in their neck, but it enables them to record everything that they see, and they can rewind and rewatch things that they have seen. Okay. It's quite, it's quite, a, it's a really good episode, and I think that's a great invention. And that's when, that's what I love, especially if you're having an argument with someone. I go, but you already said that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Right, hang on. Let's um, let's rewind this. Hang on. Put get the TV on. Um, right. I'd love to do that. TV on. I don't think TVs would exist if that technology did. It'd be some type of projector or a hologram. Yeah. A few holograms would turn up in front of you and reenact it. <laughs> but that's that's. I'd love to have that. I just go. Yeah, yeah. You know um, yeah. Oh, so you sorry. No, you weren't supposed to see that video. Yeah, right. Let's re- go back. Recall um, arguments. That's what you would yeah. use it for. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. Do you remember? Do you remember what I told you at Christmas? No. Right. Hang on. Let me get that file up. I uh, do. I recorded it with my <laughs> neck chip. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Basically. So, okay. So you would you get a chip? I think you get a chip. Yeah. I think lots of people. If you could do cool superhero things, maybe. Uh, yes, um, I have. I have the power of not so much foresight, but I have backsight. Yes, backsight. I can. I can recall any. I can recall anything that's ever happened to me. Da, 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 da. Um, Captain Backsight. Yeah, that's that's basically um, the shittiest superhero you can ever think of. Oh my gosh, Captain Backsight. Yes, <laughs> amazing. Oh, you just turn yeah. up when arguments happen in people's houses. They'll be like, "Who are you? I'm Captain Backsight." You sing a theme tune, and then you'd recall what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, if anything, I could sell it to Netflix. I'll probably get something out of it. (laughs) Right. Every time I'm doing this podcast, I always like to try and think we can finish on something positive. You know, we've talked about the things that are that basically suck, you know. And um, even though the show is called All Things Suck, I like to think we can find something that's not too bad. Yeah. So... Abby, I'm going to ask you right now, what is one thing that makes you feel happy? Well, that was a well, difficult question. Well, Shit. I hesitated because there's a, there's a lot. Um, uh, Joe, Joe, what? I could actually feel the tension then. What makes you happy? Um, <laughs> um, oh, no. No, you're speaking to the wrong person. I forget, <laughs> I forget people can't see me even though I've got my camera on. Um, I... What makes me happy is actually hanging out with friends, whereas before, because New Zealand is in a different, we're not in lockdown. So I'm really happy that I, I can leave the house and just act normally. There's no masks and I can hang out with friends. Whereas before, before COVID happened, I would go and hang out with friends, but I wouldn't totally be there. I'd be thinking, oh, what do I need to do? And, you know, I've got this work on la la la. And 50% of me might have been there, do you know? But now I go hang out with friends and I'm hanging out with friends. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing. Um, so that makes me happy. I think that's taught me something. 
So good, good answer. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really good answer. Yeah. Um, I will say that for anyone who doesn't live in New Zealand, um, don't take it personally. It's just that the rest of the country is really fucked up. Yeah. So, you know, we have to learn from example, people, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I mean, I can only speak <laughs> no, from but, what I'm living. You know? No, but I, I see that. That is, that is a really, really good way of looking at it. And do you know what? I think when all this is over, I'm going to feel exactly the same. Mm. I'll just be really happy to go and see my friends and I'll be like, right, do you know what? We've got our time there. Let's actually make up for that time. Let's actually, you know, really interact with each other. Let's really just just sit down, yeah. talk. Probably a copious amount of alcohol will be consumed at that time as well. Oh, yeah. All of it. You know, and maybe one day we will be out of this living nightmare. We will. Yep. Lovely. But anyway, so on that note, uh, Abby, again, thank you very much. Yes, thank you for having me. And do you know what? When you are back in the UK, once this is all over, um, I'm going to probably say pencil in about 2023 at the moment. Okay. Um, we are going to we are going to meet up in the pub, and we are going to share a much needed beer together. Yes, you're on. Perfect. Cheers. As my friend Mike said last week. And obviously, I can't think of it myself, so I'm going to edit that clip into it because, uh, you know, that's that's as much thought as I gave into putting a proper ending into this show. <laughs> I leave you with Mike's comment. And with that, it is a goodbye from myself. And a goodbye from Abby. Uh, all things suck, but you don't. Thanks for listening. You can follow John Joe on Twitter at John Joe Cosgrove or on the All Things Suck Facebook page. Wait a minute. All Things Suck. Are you trying to say I suck, John Joe? I've never been so insulted in my life.